0: You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Live from Hampton Roads in the heart of the 757,
1: it's the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.
0: Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto, Sports Radio 94.1. Today is Aaron Rodgers' day on the show. Each day this week, we're assigning a different quarterback or group of quarterbacks, and we're deciding where they're going to end up.
1: Captain, double check.
0: Now, because nobody knows exactly where they're going to end up, uh, we have a wheel to help us, like a prize wheel. It'll stop. It'll tell us. And then we will write that quarterback on that team, and they will be ineligible, right? Then, Then it's the next... Next quarterback has to go somewhere else, and we'll see who's actually better at this. The experts that tell us exactly where to go or a wheel that is completely random. I'm looking forward to it. If Aaron Rodgers is threatening retirement, which it seems like he is, right? That seems to always be his leverage. And that is enough for him to be able to steer where he ends up in a trade. Where should he be steering? Where should he want to go? We're looking from Aaron Rodgers' perspective, but we started the show looking at it from the team's perspective, right? Which teams should he should want him? But the other side is true as well. Where should he want to go? It doesn't doesn't matter how much you want him if he tells the Packers, "If you trade me there, I'm retiring," right? especially if you believe he's crazy enough to to pull it off and he's not bluffing, then you really have to, to listen. If he says, you trade me to Houston, I'm retiring. You trade me to Indy, I'm retiring. You kind of have to cross them off the list. So if Aaron Rodgers is threatening retirement enough to steer where he, he ends up, where should he want to go? 757-687-9494. Which team... Should he look at and go, ooh, that's a nice landing spot. 757-687-9494. Call in at that number. You can also text in. That's the Dream Lawn's text line. 757-687-9494. By the way, I want to be clear. This is what he should be looking for, not what he is actually looking for. Because, right, every individual person has their own things that they put at the top of their priority list. We're, we're looking at this from a football perspective. If he's like, hey, I want to live near the beach, we can't know that. So we're looking at, at just the team, okay, just the coaching staff, just the, the media market, the things that are involved in the football decision. We're not looking at, hey, he wants to go somewhere that has an eclectic uh, restaurant option in downtown because we don't know that. At least we can't accurately predict it. We have our ideas on what he's looking for. If I'm him or if I'm advising him, I do think it's worth staying away from the big media markets. I think New York, I think Washington, uh, the, those types of markets, I think it's easier for him to be himself and I think he plays the best when he is truly, you know, free spirit Aaron Rodgers. I think it's easier for him to do that in some of the the other markets, right? Tennessee would be that way. Obviously, Green Bay has worked out well for him, whether you think it's it's imploding now or not. There was a solid decade there where it was pretty darn good for everybody. Even even some of the big media markets that don't put all their focus on the football team, the Atlantas of the world, the Houstons of the world, I'm fine with those. If you go to a market that is very, like, the, the New York Jets in New York, man, that guy won't be able to leave his, what I assume would be a very nice high-rise penthouse without everybody paying attention. Like I feel like he would have these, these uh, romantic ideas of like, I'm going to walk out and go on the subway, and it's going to be like, no, you are not. You're going to leave from a secured, uh, clandestine, hidden entrance straight into a car service with tinted windows, and that's going to be your cool New York experience. There's no walking around with headphones on uh, listening to New York State of Mind as he, he cruises down Broadway. I'd also look for an offense, and this would be the the number one thing that I'd look for if I were Aaron Rodgers. I'd look for an offense with a familiar face. I'd look for an offense with a familiar face. So I think it's funny, Herm Edwards here on SportsCenter singled out these two teams.
1: The Raiders is definitely one, and I think the other one would be the New York Jets. Uh, They have a team that's that's ready to win, especially on the defensive side of it, and have some young, talented players offensively, right? And uh, this is a situation where... Uh, if you go to the AFC East, um, you got to deal with Josh Allen and Tua. If you go to the AFC West, you've got Mahomes over there and Herbert. So it'll be interesting when he comes out of this dark place that he's in and tries to figure out exactly where do I want to go, or does he take another look at the dark place and go back in and decide? Uh, whoever uh, you don't know with Aaron Rodgers, and, and there lies the problem. Only no, only person that knows about Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers.
0: The Jets and the Raiders. Now, Herm didn't mention this, but guess what? Those are the two with the two most familiar faces. The Jets have Nathaniel Hackett. The Raiders have Devontae Adams. Now, I'm not saying that means, like, he's going to show up and be able to run the show. Like, he's going to be able to say, this is our new offense because that guy will vouch for me. But there is a level of translation that can happen. Hey, in our offense, we call this uh, a rocket. And we used to call it a ram in Green Bay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, ram. All right. Like that is quick. It, looking at looking at Rodgers' history, the first year that he was after first year post Mike McCarthy and it was LaFleur's first year with the Green Bay Packers, that was the year that scared the Packers into drafting Jordan Love. There was a year of let me feel this out, let me get comfortable. Then the next year he won the MVP, and the year after that he won the MVP. At this point in his career, being the age that he is, he doesn't have a year to figure it out. So you need to be able to do that quickly, much quicker than last time he flipped coordinators or flipped offenses. So if he goes to the Raiders and it's Josh McDaniel's offense, Devontae Adams can be the conduit. He can say, yeah, 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 okay. Uh, This is like what we used to do against the, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, this play, we did it in 2017 against the Vikings. Yep, that's the one. We just call it something different here. That can help a lot with this transition. Now, I already said that with the Jets, I'm not going to that media market. Thus, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I think the Raiders make a lot of sense. I think the Raiders make a lot of sense. And I also think that Aaron is is the type of personality that could spar accurately with Josh McDaniels. When Josh McDaniels is like, this is my world, you're just living in it. Rodgers would respond back with like, where are we in the universe let's talk about it josh your world we're just living in it this is my universe your world is just within (laughs) mind blown right like they can they can go at it and 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 they probably have similar power out there mark davis is like i don't know you figure it up amongst yourselves. exactly josh mcdaniels is screaming don't touch my quarterback Aaron Rodgers responding with, they didn't make contact. None of this is real. <laughs> Raiders, it is. That's 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 where we settled on. Uh, let's go to the call-in line. Bill in Virginia Beach has an idea for where Rodgers should end up. It's Aaron Rodgers' day. We're trying to decipher when all the free agency draft trades, when everything settles, where should Aaron Rodgers end up? Uh, the call-in number is 757-687-9494. Bill in Virginia Beach, thanks for calling in. Where should Rodgers Call his next home.
1: Um, I think San Francisco. I mean, mm. I think trade uh, or Garoppolo to Green Bay with some more incentives, and um, it's a team ready to win. And you have, uh, you know, you still have uh, Lance and uh,
0: Purdy, so I think that would be a, you know, a good a good move for him. All right, appreciate the call. Uh, we should mention Jimmy G is a free agent, so you can't trade him unless you, you sign him, and that's. That's not going to work out. Uh, I also – you want Rodgers, Purdy, and Lance all on the same team. Uh, I think the beauty of what the Niners have working right now is they can have Purdy and Lance in their quarterback room for dirt cheap and, and, and spend all that money on Bosa and Samuel and – uh, CMC and the defense and Warner and and all the, the these these big names and uh, and maybe even keep Ayuk and and they don't have to spend a ton on the quarterback position. You trade for Aaron Rodgers, you go to the top of the list as far as how much you're spending on quarterback. So I'm I'm not sure that lines up. Uh, and also the the beauty about the Packers is if they move on from Rodgers, they're likely sticking with Jordan Love. They want to see what that is, right? So they don't even need to bring back an option at quarterback. They can they can just say, give us the best offer you have. Like when the, Seattle traded Russell Wilson, they weren't positive Geno Smith was going to be the comeback player of the year who came back from being bad. So they had to get draft picks that they might use on a quarterback. They had to bring back Drew Locke, who could be the bridge. They had to worry about that. The Packers don't. Can be, give us your best young players, your best picks. Give us whatever you want. We don't have to worry about that. Because my first thought when when the, the caller said San Fran, I was like, oh, are they going to send Lance? And then I was like, no, they don't want Lance. They have Jordan Love. So so why would you do that? They can, they can just look for best possible options, which is kind of nice. Again, it is Aaron Rodgers' day here on the Tim Donnelly Show. I want to hear from you. Where should Aaron Rodgers end up? Look at it from both the team and player perspective. Find that perfect match. 757 687 9494. At the top of the next hour, we're going to spin the wheel and we're going to assign Rodgers to his spot. We have a wheel here. It's completely random, but sometimes the offseason in the NFL feels that way. Again, 757 687 9494. That's the call in line and the Dream Lawns text line. 757 687 9494. We have waited a full week and I want credit for it. We look at the 2024 Super Bowl odds. Coming up next. The only show that can take a lesson from Happy Gilmore and apply
1: it to NFL offseason strategy. Tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap the rule. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.
0: Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. What lesson could NFL quarterbacks learn from Happy Gilmore? How about this one? If you don't make enough money on the field, you can always make up for it in endorsements. Like a fresh, cold-cut combo from Subway. Or, uh, actually, I shouldn't even shouldn't even cross these lines, so I won't. We'll put a little break between it. It is Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. It's the Tim Donnelly Show. Call and text 757-687-9494. If you are not an NFL quarterback or an NFL player at all, and you wanted to make a little extra money, Maybe you could dabble in a little sports gambling. I had to put that line between you because you don't want to encourage a Calvin Ridley situation. Uh, the odds makers have already put out the numbers for next year's Super Bowl, meaning the odds for each team. And, and we've waited a full week before getting to like the way-too-early picks for next year. I want credit for it, but now let's dive in. We're going to do our best to set you up to make a little extra scratch. Now I want to be clear. We're just learning here, okay? We're just looking at numbers to bring some things to our attention. We're not necessarily making picks for who's going to win the Super Bowl next year. It's about value. It's about learning. It's about looking for opportunity. So we'll give you the numbers first. Chiefs, favorite, plus 600. Bengals, next, plus 800. Bills, Eagles, Niners, plus 900. Cowboys, plus 1,400. Ravens, plus 1,800. Chargers, plus... Two grand. And finally, to round out the uh, the teams that are in the top 10, Lions, Packers, Jags, Jets, plus 2,500. That's where they stand right now in order. But the offseason just started, right? There's a lot of room for these teams to get better and or worse. After the draft, these numbers will change. After free agency, these numbers will change. If one of these teams that needs a quarterback signs Aaron Rodgers or trades for, I should say, Aaron Rodgers and or signs Derek Carr, these numbers will change will change drastically. Who do you think is going to have the better off season? That's where you're looking for value now, right? Try to predict where these numbers are going to change so you get them at the best possible number. Let's ask this question. Who do you expect to have the better off season? The Niners, who traditionally make excellent roster moves, right? Since John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have, have combined, they've put together an, uh, a, a roster that is strong top to bottom. Or the Cowboys who are run by Jerry Jones and keep giving money to running backs. Which one do you think is going to have the better off season? Well, let me ask it this way, the Packers or the Jets, right? Cause the Jets are everybody's little darling right now, right? They have sauce Gardner and they have Garrett Wilson and they have uh, uh Brees hall and they have a strong offensive line. All they need to do is get the quarterback settled. Do you really trust the Jets to get the quarterback settled? Or do you think there might be some opportunity to fade them at the moment because, well, then, you know, people probably made a lot of money betting against the Jets, getting that really obvious thing taken care of. Meanwhile, the Packers are drama-filled every year, but over the long term, more often than not, they figure out a way out of it. Right, You can look at this and say, all right, it's February 20th, which is what it is. February 20th, I'll give you the exact time. 4.22 and 30 seconds now, p.m. Eastern time. You're not necessarily, when, when, when you're placing these bets or taking in this information, trying to learn about which teams are going to be the best, you're not necessarily trying to pick the Super Bowl champion right now. That's ridiculous. Right? A team could trade away everybody in free agency or trade away everybody before the draft or at the draft. They could sign everybody in free agency. Salary caps aren't real. The Saints have proven it. They could go spend more money. Who knows? It gets crazy. But the value is in picking a team that's a long shot now and then watching their odds get shorter as you get closer to the year. And then you are the one holding the ticket that is valuable. So there's a few things you can do. The good front offices are going to most likely be good front offices, right? And the vice versa is true as well. The bad front offices are likely going to continue to be bad front offices. And if you trust a team to be a bad front office, it's a good team to fade. If you trust a team to be a good front office, even if they have holes in their roster, well, you might want to consider it because good front offices fill holes in rosters. Also, look at the motivations. Why are these teams sitting where they're sitting? The Ravens right now are sitting with the seventh best odds. Plus 1,800. It's a good payout. Do those odds tank if Lamar leaves? How far down do they fall? Do you think Lamar leaves? Look at the motivation. Do you think Lamar Jackson is going to remain a Ravens quarterback for the rest of his career? Then 1,800 sounds lovely. Right? As soon as he signs that long-term deal, or as soon as he, he there's a, some kind of public proclamation that we can actually believe that he's going to be their quarterback next year, that number is going to become a shorter odd. Right, You're not going to make his money if you bet on them. Right now, they're artificially put down because it's very simple here. Because they don't know if Lamar Jackson's going to be their quarterback that right? they want to invite a whole bunch of money on the Ravens and then have Tyler Huntley be their starting quarterback because then Vegas is going to sit back and just hear this but we don't want Vegas to hear that we want us to hear that So you can you like it seems at the moment that if you bet on the Ravens a future to win the Super Bowl essentially 51 weeks from now you're betting on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl but really you're just betting on Lamar Jackson to be their quarterback next year. Right? It seems like if you bet on the the Packers who are sitting right now with the same odds as the Jags and the Jets, that you'd be betting on the Packers to win the Super Bowl. But really, you're just betting on them to keep Aaron Rodgers, because then those odds will go very, very short. And you'd be hearing this. If you bet against the Jags or the Jags or the Jets or the Lions, then you're betting against hype but you're also betting against those front offices or those franchises. And they're not the exact same front offices, let's be clear. Right? The Lions, Holmes is their GM. He came over from the Rams and has done very well. So maybe you're looking at plus 2500 for the Lions and saying with a with a with a Rams offense or a Rams front office that doesn't exactly throw away picks. That sounds like a lovely combo for me. I'm going to put a little bit on the Lions. It's all about finding ways to, to be ahead of the trend. That's what it's all about. It's all about finding ways to be a little bit ahead of the rest of the public figuring something out. And you might have to do a little gut instinct, right? Will Lamar actually leave Baltimore? Ask your gut. See what it says. Might just say you're hungry might also say there's no way there's no way Harbaugh would let him leave there's no way that ownership would let him leave Eric DeCosta wants to be able to have a burger and a beer in Baltimore and not have everyone coming for his neck so he's gonna stay there in that case bet on the Ravens or at least monitor it right because here's the other thing about that information gathering I'm talking about if one of these lines move something's happening right if if the ravens go from the seventh best odds to win the super bowl suddenly they're tie- tied with the bills eagles and uh, bills eagles and niners for the third best odds that means lamar's about to sign maybe that'll help you with your fantasy team maybe that'll help you with your, your, your just sounding intelligent to your your father-in-law who doesn't think you know anything about sports just say oh, i bet lamar signs in the next couple of days no way oh they waited this long in in your head you'll be going the ravens just went from plus 1800 to plus 1200 I'm not saying you need to prove anything to anyone, but if you're looking to do that, go right ahead. Go right ahead. It's it's Aaron Rodgers day. We should, we should mention that as well, right? If suddenly the Packers go from top 10 chances to win a Super Bowl to like 27th chance to win, that probably means they're about to trade him for picks and nobody's confident in Jordan love. You can look at this and learn is all I'm saying. So the value I'm interested in, I like the Ravens at plus 1800. Why? Because I don't think Lamar leaves, uh, I like the Jets at plus 2,500 because I believe they're going to get Rodgers or Carr, and I think that number will will shoot on up there. I'm just looking for movement and trying to be ahead of the curve. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1 on Aaron Rodgers Day, part of quarterback week here, trying to get ahead of free agency in the draft. Where will the big dominoes fall? Robert in Newport News has an idea on where Rodgers should end up, so we'll go to him on the call-in line. You can call in as well. 757-687-9494. Robert in Newport News, thanks for calling in. Where do you think Rodgers is headed? I think he's going to New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans okay. Saints. Why, why? Give me give me a couple reasons why.
1: See, the reason he could go to New Orleans Saints, that's a broker division. He'd be the top quarterback, and plus he could become MVP. And the Saints have a good defense, and they'd be familiar with the kind of player that he played with at Green Bay, and then they get a chance to come back and get back at Green Bay.
0: All right, I appreciate the call. Uh, I actually, I don't think that the, the the Packers would be super jacked up to trade him within the NFC. I think that he they would if the price was like if you way outbid everybody I don't think there's you know they're they're dead set on that but uh the problem with the saints is somebody got to pay that money they are 53 I think last I checked 53 million over the salary cap and I know the salary cap isn't real so maybe they could give him like a 15 year extension and void the net, the final 12 and he'll count like 2 million against the cap but they would have to do so much restructuring. It would be crazy. It would be a, a Sean McVay move where it's like, you know what? Two years from now, I'm going to go into broadcast booth anyway. So I might as well just, just ruin this franchise starting two years from now. I think that's the only way that uh, that Rodgers could end up a saint. But I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great. Amazon, give me a call. Uh, but I do think like it would be a nice fit. I would love to see Olave, their, their rookie wide receiver, with Rodgers getting him the ball through the roof when it comes to stats tim donnelly show priority auto sports radio 94.1 call text in with your destinations for aaron Rodgers. it is aaron Rodgers day 757-687-9494 that's 757-687-9494 also when we come back the xfl started up this weekend i have questions a lot of them stick around
1: off day there are no off days it's always game day on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Second and goal from the sixth, Danucci. Running to the left out of the pocket, just flips it! Oh! What a catch! Josh Gordon, a six-yard TD catch off the flip by Danucci. Oh yeah,
0: these boys can play! XFL started back up this weekend. It's been like a thousand and some odd days since they uh they last played. New ownership. I have questions. First question.
1: It doesn't matter how you feel.
0: Why in the heck was The Rock in a uniform given a motivate? Why did he have pads on? Why was he given a motivational speech at the beginning of the, 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 the kickoff? I'm, I'm genuinely confused. Owner of the league just says, "I'm throwing on some pads. I'm walking down there, and I'm gonna." He didn't have pads on. Well, he had the uniform. It wasn't like a like a replica. It was the one that's tight. I mean, he is a large man. Exactly. Wear a like the guy doesn't. I mean, he he wears medium Like just wear a t-shirt. Give it a red like. I know that he, his, his, like, motivated and his, his production company is seven bucks because when he was cut by the CFL, before ever playing in the CFL, he only had seven bucks in his pocket, and that's what he's motivated by. The guy's a wild success. He is a hundred millionaire multiple times over, probably going to be a billionaire at some point in time. You didn't make it as a football player. You're the owner. Nobody needed to be motivated before the XFL started up. You've got one chance. No, no, nobody need Everybody's there trying to make a make a indent for themselves. It, it, it struck me as a little cringeworthy. Is all I'm getting at. I, I have some buddies, some teammates that like, you know, we're in our thirties now. If you didn't make it to professional football by by this point, you're probably not like that. They're not looking for thirty two year olds to go ahead and and you know rookie contract them in the NFL. So when when they do on and, and hey more credit if, if you find bliss go do you but if you're like still posting workout videos on on social media with hashtag make it to the league year uh probably, probably, ship has probably sailed and and how old is the rock he's got to be like fifty he's like fifty yeah he just turned fifty ship has probably sailed next question. Why does the do do leagues in general keep giving Paxton Lynch opportunities? Now I'm I'm not holding Paxton Lynch like if they're going to give you the opportunity, go out there try to make the best of it. But I saw a a post on Twitter that was very it seemed very mean, and then it became just kind of true. He was benched in his first game in the XFL. This was his first game, and he was benched by the time the game was over. He has now been benched mid game, lost his starting job. In the NFL, the CFL, the USFL, and now the XFL. At a certain point, you're just trying him out there to embarrass the guy. He must look good in practice. He keeps getting starting jobs. He must throw the ball well. He must maybe maybe give someone else a chance. Now to the rule changes. Is a fourth and 15 from your own 25 a good replacement for the onside kick? I don't hate it. It does strike me as you're now just playing a different game, right? It like I would rather just do away with kickoffs completely and say you just start on the twenty, like you're playing at recess, right? You don't gotta throw the ball down there. It's just you started, you know, the tree, uh, and and you're coming out on the other uh, other way. It felt like a weird little little gimmick, but I don't hate him for trying. I don't hate him for trying at all. I, I would not – the I know that's been proposed at the NFL level. I would not vote for it if I were an owner. The super challenge is interesting. Is the super challenge something legit? And if you don't know what the super challenge is, here's Jason Fitz on SportsCenter.
1: Uh, every single play is reviewable by the coaches. They have one challenge; they can use it on anything. The golden so challenge
0: if, is what they call it. So, if they don't like, a, if they don't like a holding call, if they don't like a pass interference call, if they don't like a roughing the call, if they think there should have been, they can they can call that. Anything. Basically, once a game, you can challenge anything. But nothing is off limits. Once a game. Uh, I like the thought behind it. I would be very confused if if I'd already used mine and there's an egregious bad call. It it strikes me as like I would almost never use it because I would always want to have it in my pocket for the last two minutes of the game. I like you you could tackle my wide receiver and they don't call defensive pass interference and I'd be going, Yeah, but if they if I throw the flag for the super challenge now, they're gonna do it again later and the refs might miss it. Like I think you need to have more than one. I also the first one, the first time it was ever used, they got it wrong. They upheld the call. How in the world you get one super challenge. You can challenge anything. A hold at the line of scrimmage and offsides. A, you can like anything. A catch, a non-catch. You should never get it wrong. You should only throw that one super challenge when you are so wildly confident that you are going to get the call. How in the world did they get it wrong? And it also does, you know, if if it does work out, and I'm not going to pretend like we can make any bold, sweeping decisions about XFL rule changes after one week, but if it does prove plausible, it does prove that you can have an eye in the sky watching everything. Like, why would any... If you can have one super challenge, why wouldn't you just take regular challenges and make them all super challenge? Why wouldn't you be able to? That that's that's where my head goes. If you can do one, you can do two, and if you get both right, you get a third. Like you can do a traditional challenge system where you can just challenge anything. I don't again, I don't see why not. If, if the super challenge proves that you can have angles on every single part of the game, on the, the line, and, and the camera angles on the inbounds, out of bounds, and on the catch, no catch, and on the hold, and on the offsides, and on the roughing the passers, and on everything else, why can't you just use them in traditional challenge format? The NFL makes a boatload of money. There's massive amounts of money. So why in the world wouldn't we demand that they have at least as many camera angles as the XFL? Like a billion of them. That's where I go. Let's give something away. I promised you that some point during this hour we would give away the Beach It Country Music Festival tickets. That's right. They're bringing country music back to the Virginia Beach Oceanfront. June 23rd to 25th at the Oceanfront. Three-day music festival with 30 of country music's best artists. 30. Three-zero. 30, including Miranda Lambert, star, Thomas Rhett, star, Luke Bryan, star, and American Idol host, and 27 other of country music's best artists. They're all coming to the area. We have two three-day passes giving away now, so you can go to all three days. Tickets are on sale now at BeachItFestival.com. No, sorry, starting tomorrow, so this is a win before you can buy a situation. Uh, BeachItFestival.com starting tomorrow, February 21st at 10 a.m. That's when they go on sale, or you could win them right now. Caller number 8 at 757-687-9494 gets the Beach It Country Music Festival tickets. 757-687-9494. Caller number 8 gets the tickets. So get to dialing right now. If you don't get through, keep dialing. Busy Tones just means keep dialing. That's how we're we're hitting it right now. Uh, I'll let you know when a winner is chosen. When we come back on Aaron Rodgers Day... Aaron Jones reworks a deal over the weekend that affects Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Those uh ripple effects coming up next.
1: The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Seventh play of the drive for Green Bay from the gun. Rodgers flips it to Jones. Has blockers tripped up. Jumpers didn't go down. Aaron Jones remaining upright for a first down.
0: It's Aaron Rodgers day here on the Tim Donnelly show. Priority auto sports radio, 94.1. Maybe we should have just said it's Aaron from Green Bay day. Aaron Jones agreeing to a new deal, staying in Green Bay. Actions speak louder than words. And what does this action tell us? The Packers are not resetting and reloading. They are still full speed ahead, pedal to the floor, floor it towards competing for a championship, regardless of where Aaron Rodgers ends up. It's not exactly how I thought it would go, but that's how it's going. Adam Schefter tweet from uh, this past weekend. Instead of being released, Aaron Jones, running back Green Bay, Instead of being released, Aaron Jones will be staying in Green Bay this season after the Packers and his agents, Drew Rosenhaus and Ryan Matha, reached an agreement on an $11 million salary for the 2023 season that includes an $8.52 million signing bonus. His signing bonus alone makes him one of the top five highest paid running backs in the league this upcoming year. Actions speak louder than words, and this says one of two things to me from the Packers. Either they don't expect to lose Aaron Rodgers, so they need to have the best possible team around him to uh, hopefully maximize and capitalize on his final years of his prime, or they think Jordan Love is much better than public opinion would indicate. Because they're saying, yeah, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, Jordan Love's going to step in. We still want to be elite, if old, at the running back position so we can help him lead us to a championship. You do not, and I can't emphasize, you do not pay a running back $11 million if you aren't expecting to compete especially not an older running back because as you pay him, his value goes down, right? You don't pay him to then let some other team sign him in the offseason when you're not going to get anything back for him. You do not pay a running back $11 million if you do not expect to compete the year you're paying him $11 million. So the Packers expect to compete, and I do not see how they can expect Aaron Rodgers back at the moment. Because he's in a darkness retreat trying to figure out what he wants. So that tells me regardless of what Aaron Rodgers decides, if he wants to threaten retirement until he's traded, if the team decides they should trade him regardless of what he wants, if this team makes an offer that they can't refuse, it doesn't matter. They're going to plan to compete. Aaron Jones, the running back that just reworked his deal, was on XM talking about Jordan Love, and if he is ready, if Rodgers steps aside.
1: If Jordan Love is has to step step in, he he's more than ready. Jordan's made a huge jump, and especially like this past year, yeah. Uh, you could see it in practice. He's throwing dimes, doing different things, and you're like, okay, you can you can tell you got that confidence, and yeah. you're just like letting
0: it loose now. It might be time. That is a big bet on practice reps, and also what, those like nine plays he had, <laughs> where he threw the one short pass on the crosser to. Christian Watson, who then ran for a 53-yard touchdown. that like Jordan Love, just by sitting, has like waited out all the negative press. He went from a guy that they were terrified to start to a guy who they're now saying, even if Rodgers moves on, we're going to pay this guy that's in the backfield with him a ton of money. And we're just going to chill because we really like him. It's like, wait a second, this is the same guy you didn't really like not that long ago. To be completely honest again I'm saying this this went against what I was expecting I thought there was a pretty logical little transition here because AJ Dillon is also on the team AJ Dillon's a very good running back they're paying Aaron Jones 11 million dollars this year which if they did not have a running back would be one thing if they're like we need someone they have AJ Dillon still on a rookie contract I thought they would reset Now, I'm not saying rebuild. I'm not saying reload. I thought they would reset and roll with Jordan Love, a first-round pick at quarterback, A.J. Dillon, a second-round pick at running back, and Christian Watson, one of the more exciting rookies from a season ago as wide receiver. In two years, they would have gone from Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams to Jordan Love, A.J. Dillon, and Christian Watson, and it would have been a fairly simple transition. I mean, yeah, messy in parts, but you're not going to actually do that with 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 no mess. Uh About as 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 clean and tidy as you possibly could be, but that's not the plan. They're saying, no, 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 we're not resetting. We are just plug and play one or two pieces here. Even if we have to plug and play the quarterback, we still want this core, which at the point is, might just be Aaron Jones. If I'm AJ Dillon, I'm looking around going, "When am I going to get the reins here?" Because eleven million is too much to make the switch. Like the, the like the Tony Pollard thing, where it's like, "Okay, now it's my backfield, and you're just coming off the bench to Zeke." That's because Zeke got hurt. I don't think that would have happened if Pollard was just being more efficient from the, from the back of the the depth chart. And second of all, AJ Dillon especially early in the year hasn't been more efficient than Aaron Jones. So so he's not going to get an opportunity to be a workhorse. The Packers almost, so close. Almost got it right in under the wire. If you remember that 2020 draft, they drafted backups. They drafted backups. Right, they are. They, they had the quarterback position figured out, but they drafted a quarterback in the first round. They had the running back position figured out, but they drafted one in the second round. They drafted backups and everyone went, that's not going to work. They almost snuck it in, right? Because if they're playing both of them by now, they have one full year of seeing them before they have to start talking about contract extensions. They have one full year of them starting and seeing if you can actually contend with them before you have to make the big contracts. Now you don't have all that. Again, you might get it with Jordan Love, right? You might. You don't necessarily get it with AJ Dillon, and maybe you've already decided and you're just going to let him walk, but I still would have loved to have seen if you could have gone Rodgers, Adams, Jones straight into Love, Watson, Dillon and then sat back like if you're if you're Brian Gutekunst, their GM, You sit back and go, that's about as seamless of a transition as you can possibly make from three of the the best this franchise has ever seen. And oh, by the way, Jordan Love is like mid to low 20s. A.J. Dillon, mid to low 20s. Christian Watson, low 20s. You'd get to chill for like five years. Yeah, you'd have to negotiate with their agents every every couple. But for the most part, you're just like, we're good. Now it's up to them. Coaches, LaFleur, you do you. And then Aaron Rodgers can go wherever. We're deciding that, by the way. It is Aaron Rodgers' uh, day here on the Tim Donnelly Show. We're going to spin the wheel in our next segment. We're going to decide where he's going to go. The Green Bay Packers wouldn't have to care. Sure, you want to go to an NFC team if they're paying the most in the trade? Go ahead. Why? Because we're comfortable with the three dudes we have. Oh, is Devontae Adams. Did he sign the highest-paid contract for a wide receiver in NFL history until it was passed like a week later by another guy? But still, fine, go make your money. We're comfortable with our guys. Oh, is Aaron Jones getting paid as a running back? That's a bad decision. We just have a guy on a rookie contract. They could have danced in everyone's face. But that's not, they're not resetting. They're choosing not to. Got a little, little trigger shy on the reset. Can't. Can't do it. Shouldn't do it. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. We are going to settle it in the next hour. Where will Aaron Rodgers end up? It's Aaron Rodgers' day, part of quarterback week, ahead of the, the free agency, ahead of the draft. We're trying to pick where the dominoes will fall, and we want to hear from you. 757-687-9494. Where do you think Aaron Rodgers ends up? Look at it from the player side. Look at it from the team side. Where's that sweet, sweet, sweet matchup? 757-687-9494. That's the call-in line. That's also the Dream Launch text line. 757-687-9494. We spin the wheel coming up.